let's have a chat, shall we? Let's talk grilling. Teddy Reader's on the line. Good morning, Ted. Morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Ted, how Hello, are you? everybody. How are we doing? We're good. Good, good, good. Excellent. Well, we're getting into the nice time of year. This is the time that people will start uh, thinking about grilling, getting their old barbecues out of the uh, garage or perhaps purchasing something new. And uh, as we always uh, tell listeners, anytime they have any grilling questions, they can get a hold of you. And uh, Chris took us up on that. He sent you an email. says, I listen to you every morning on 94.9 for about the last five years and have got so many great tips from barbecuing from you. I have a question for you about using a smoker compared to a kettle grill for smoking meats. He says, I've always used a kettle with lump wood charcoal and wood chunks on one side of the grill with a water tray on the other side. I'm looking at buying a new barbecue this spring as my old one has seen its day. So so do you find uh, smoking meats with a smoker with the side loader turns out better than smoking with the kettle? If that is even a true way to smoke the meat, ha ha. What is your preferred way to smoke meats? Thanks for your help and insight, Ted, says Chris Matthews. <laughs> Chris Matthews, yes. Um, <clears throat> Actually, what Chris is doing, there's nothing wrong with smoking meat using a kettle grill uh, with the fire on the one side, a little water tray on the other side to create some humidity, keep the lid closed, and you can smoke meats perfectly. There's not an issue with that, Chris, at all. But it's a little bit more work because the, the, the metal on usually on a kettle griddle is a little bit thinner, hard to maintain that even temperature all the way across. And so if you're looking to smoke meats and make your life a little bit easier, you can turn to the world of a pellet smoker. Mm. If you want, you can just go straight up with a, a Bradley smoker, which is a box smoker that runs off of uh, hardwood biscuits. And it is just a smoker, so it'll go up to maybe at the most 325 degrees. But it's a great way to keep things smoking along nice and easy. Or you can go to a vertical water smoker. Uh, Weber makes one called a WSM. And it's a, a charcoal tray, a water tray, and then uh, the smoke just goes up and travels through and creates humidity and smokes all the way along you want to do. And then if you want to work a little bit harder, um, a Kamado-style smoker slash grill, like a Big Green Egg or a Kamado Joe, works great. Works perfectly for smoking foods in the winter. It's easy to maintain your temperatures and control that temperature. And for me, the best flavor and the most work and the hardest work comes from an offset barrel smoker, a stick burner. And that'd be like my uh, barrel on my rig, Craig, and yep. what we use up at the joint. Yep. And so you feed one side and then you maintain that temperature all the way through the barrel and you smoke your foods that way. Either way, it, it comes down to a couple of things if you're looking to buy a smoker. One, you need to do some research. Two, you need to figure out what your budget's going to be, and then whatever your budget is, add 25% to that. <laughs> right, I guess. Okay? True, true of anything, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fact with that there. And lastly, to think, how hard do you want to work? So if you want it nice and easy... A pellet grill is easy. It's a set it and a forget it almost, and you can watch it on your iPhone and, and, and see what's happening and monitor it. But there's not a lot of real work that goes into it. Uh, a stick burner, that's a hard work. That's learning to control fire and temperature and smoke and, and work with the elements that are outside. So you have to determine how much you want to spend and how hard you want to work. And once you got that, 
you can go and find what you need to do. Well, and you started with research, Ted, and those who want to research can probably uh, find it in your book, right? Because you've written, well, a couple of books on this. One, you started with the, the Complete Idiot's Guide to Smoking Foods, and then you updated that recently to just smoking foods, right? Yes, we did. And so you've got, it kind of gives you a guide of all the different styles of smoking that are out there and what you want to do. And it really it comes down to budget and uh, how much and how hard you want to work. At the joint, we work real hard at it. Um, it's all live fire. There's no electric pellet smokers. There's no gas grills, gas smokers. It's old school, hardwood and charcoal and low and slow and you deal with the elements. Um, for me, makes better barbecue. Mm-hmm. You're like cavemen out there at the joint, Teddy. <laughs> Crazy out there, I tell you. Now we painted the joint; it's looking pretty sharp. Oh, getting nice. ready to open. Yeah, and, and I think Ted too. I, I, people who just are starting out in the smoking, whether it's a, you get a smoking tube or you get a pellet grill, you you'll very quickly learn a new appreciation for the brisket because a lot of people you know that's the signature smoking meat and everyone wants to try one out but you realize how how flipping hard it is to actually do and pull off properly it is uh smoking a brisket one it's uh, if you're going to do a whole brisket you're making a, a large investment um right now i would say that a whole brisket will cost you somewhere in the range of between 125 and 150 dollars wow. for a, for a big slab of meat something that's weighing in maybe around 12 or 13 pounds um you then, with a brisket, just to give you a very quick overview of, of brisket, it comes down to time and temperature. You need a long time and an even temperature. Uh, at the joint, we'll smoke at around 235 degrees. We take that to an internal temperature of the meat to about 165, 170 degrees. We wrap it in butcher paper. We pop it back into the smoker, and when we let it go until it reaches an internal temperature of 203 degrees. Pull it wrap it let it rest and uh and when i say wrap it we wrap it in plastic and then we pop it in our warming ovens at the at the restaurant to hold it but that's it you got to let it rest for a couple of hours before you carve into it but it's all time and temperature that internal temperature is the key very good and get a thermometer before we let you go you mentioned quickly that the joint has all been painted and freshened up when are you guys opening up for the public uh not not sure yet um We're still building uh, an outdoor kitchen. We're dropping a cement pad down. I think that's going to happen this week. New position for the rig. Building an outdoor counter, adding in a pizza oven, so we'll be doing wood-fired pizza at the joint every day. And, uh, you know, we got some cleaning to do, stripping some floors, getting ready. Still looking for staff. That's the hardest part out there. So going to probably have to modify the menu slightly just to be able to accommodate with the crew that I've got. And uh, we're going to start rocking and rolling somewhere near the end of the month. Beautiful, Teddy. We look forward to coming and seeing you. If anybody wants to talk to you about grilling, wants to apply for a job at the joint, how do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me on social media at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, the joint.